0: Hello my friends, and welcome to another episode of Time Between Times Storytelling, with me, Owen Staten. Merry Christmas, nadoleg Llawen and welcome here, to the fire pit at the heart of the forest, for another tale traditionally told. This time of year can be quite difficult sometimes, but that is why this podcast is here so you can lose yourself in a tide of tales told at the time between times, if that is what you so wish. I have two stories for you today in this special bonus episode. Stories about Christmas from around the world. Christmas folklore is not always happy, and these stories are no exception. But they bring us something, some magic some lights that permeate the gloom and tell us what stories are all about awakening our imagination and letting us live and feel the moment as best we can so sit back close your eyes if it's safe to do so and join me at the time between times the night is so dark that you can barely see your hand in front of your face. The sun has been seldom seen today, just a pinprick in the sky. It's like the time between times lasts all day. But for us, that is okay. We put on our coats, a woolly hat, some gloves, and make our way outside our house, locking the door behind us. Part of our mind just wants us to stay in and sit in front of the telly. But no, we have somewhere to go. We make our way down to the street and turn right. There in front of us is the forest, a wall of trees. Few people know the secret path that leads within, but we are one of those people. And we step inside. The trees pass over us, blocking out all light and leaving just shadow. Shadows flit from tree to tree, but we are not scared. We come to the old mossy tower. There in the heart of the woods it has stood for centuries. I wonder who used to live there. I wonder who spent their life, their seasons, day after day in that tower. We're heading towards the babbling, wait a minute, at the side of the path, an old fir tree is missing. We have seen it many times and given it little thought, but it was there, it was definitely there. We come across the babbling brook, the ice has broken somewhat, we place our hands inside it, it's freezing cold. We pull them out and wonder over all the years how many people stopped to drink or wash at this very stream. And there in front of us is the clearing, filled with our friends gathered for a story. The fire is blazing tonight. The warmth fills our body. Warm drinks are handed round, nice food, and we settle down and look at the sky. Although the day has been mostly dark, we now know it's the time between times. The time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. The time when the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer, wafer thin. So thin that for a few moments and just a few moments, we reach into the realm of fairy. And for a few moments they reach into our world. Now is the time that people see ghosts. Now is the time that people see lights in the sky. Now is the time of the Telwith take. Now is the time between times. And this is also the turning of the year. The time when this time is at its strongest. Let me take you to a forest far away and long ago. Where a small fir tree grows. It had been there for a number of years, through spring, through summer, autumn and winter. It was always the smallest tree around, growing in the shadow of its fellows. It would look up and around and watch them reach for the sky. It was always the tree that was ignored. Animals would pass by it. Squirrels would always scamper up higher trees. And then... One by one, the great trees around it started to be taken away. Some were taken to make ships and sail across the seven seas. Others were taken for decoration or to build houses that would stand for centuries. The little fir tree strained and strained, hoping to grow bigger so that it could attract attention and be given some great task. The years passed and still it tried, stretching and straining to the sky. Until one day, one dark winter's night, as the snow fell like a blanket, a group of men from a nearby castle came wandering into the woods. They looked around from tree to tree, pushing and testing them, until they came to our tree They parted it, looked up at its branches and then one of them brought out an axe and started to chop. Although this was painful, the tree felt at last some great task would come upon it. At last its life here in the forest, which had seen many things, would be expanded to witness far more. And before long the last chop of the axe hit it "'and it fell to the ground with a thud. "'The men took it and dragged it through the woods, "'out through the fields, "'until it came to a great castle, "'and there pulling it through great wooden doors. "'They put it up in the great hall, "'so it stretched and almost touched the roof. "'Then to the joy of the fir tree "'they started to decorate it with baubles and lights.' until it was the most beautiful thing any of them had ever seen. The tree felt so proud as presents were put underneath it, and that night, as the time between times came, people gathered around it to dance and sing and be merry. That night was Christmas night, and the tree had a night like no other. It glowed like the moon in the gloom, It was the centre of all attention. But only two days later, the servants gathered again and took down the baubles and the lights. The presents had gone from underneath, and the songs had all been sung. The tree was dragged from the hall and taken to the cellar, where it lay in the dark. But the tree did not worry because it remembered that in a few days it would be back up once more. It felt that again it would be needed, and songs would be sung. But all that winter it waited in the cellar, as the days grew colder and the snow fell hard, until the spring came, and a great thaw, and it was pulled out once more, but this time into the yard behind the castle hall, where it was chopped. Into many different pieces, and brittle and old and broken, it was thrown onto the fire to provide heat for the great hall. As it lay there, starting to burn, the smoke rising around it, the fir tree thought, I wish, I wish I had appreciated my life in the woods where animals ran around me, where I could watch people on the path, where the moon and the sun would rise above me, and everything was peaceful and full of joy. I had a moment, a great moment, but it was just that, a moment, and now I am no more. A sad tale, my friends, but one that reminds us that the moment is everything, the moment of where we are right now. It is great to strive for great deeds and happenings and joy, but find the joy wherever you are, for we can all find it. Long ago and far away, there lived a count called Otto, The people called him Stoneheart, for near the town and the village where he lived in an old tower, he refused to marry any of the maidens. He would spend his time alone, hunting, gathering wood and leading, of which he was quite good. One day, the heart of winter, the time of Christmas, he went out into the woods He stopped at a babbling brook, a small stream to wash his hands, placed his hands in the water and felt the cold water running over them. Then he carried on with his hunt, going into the forest to find reindeer. But he noticed the great golden ring that he held on his finger, that was given to him by his father, that his father had received from his father, was gone. He started a panic and rushed and watched and looked and realised he must have lost it in the stream when he was washing his hands. In dismay he went back to the tower, closed the door and went to bed and cried himself to sleep. This was a great treasure and one that he had lost. But all was not lost, for late that night, when it was at its darkness... And the only light were the tiny pricks of the stars in the sky. There came a knocking at his door. He rushed down and opened it, and what he saw he did not expect. His hall was suddenly filled by the Tulwith Tag, the fairy folk, the very Vogue. They started to dance in his hall around his fire, more beautiful than anything he had ever seen. And they were led by a maiden more beautiful than the dawn. Her hair was long and red and hung down her back. When she smiled, it was like... It was like a spring dawn at the heart of winter. It was like the parting of the clouds to reveal the sun. He smiled. She smiled back. I have something for you, she said and gave him his ring that she had found in the water. So smitten was he that he asked for a hand in marriage right there, and she agreed on one condition, that he would never mention death to her. That was something she did not want in her life, for she was the aspect of joy. He agreed on that moment, And the next day they were married. He sent his men out to the forest and they brought back a great fir tree that filled the hall to celebrate Christmas. They filled it with lights, presents underneath. And they were married that day. But the tree went. The happiness went. But life was good. They spent their time together and days turned to weeks, weeks turned to months, months turned to a year. Until they were go to visit his relatives, an aunt and uncle that lived a day's ride away. His bride was late on this day, beautifying herself in front of the mirror. He waited and he waited And she came down the steps, looking more beautiful than ever, and he said, My bride, this is wonderful. But I almost waited until my death for you. As he uttered the words, he knew exactly what he had done. And she turned to him, blew a kiss, and vanished. Count Et Otto never saw his wife again. He travelled the land trying to find her, he went to the brook, he went to the castle in the forest, he went everywhere trying to find her, but he could not. And every Christmas he would go to the woods, cut down a tree and bring it to the great hall in memory of his marriage, hoping she would one day return, but she never did. Sometimes we can all hope for great things. But we must all appreciate what is around us. What we have. What we have now. Right now. As we listen and bring whatever joy we can find into our heart. Two old Christmas tales for you, my friends. Strange tales, melancholy tales. But great tales from around the world. I hope wherever you are, you are enjoying this Christmas time. If you need to listen to some stories, there are many here on the channel. And I would welcome your company at any time. Please share this podcast with others who you think might enjoy it. If you wish to support me, you can support me at koficom ficom forward slash Owen or become one of my growing band of Patreons at owenstaten.com. Sorry, at patreon.com forward slash Owen 7. There you will find more stories, more tales, more videos to all my Patreon followers. Over Christmas, I shall be on a lot of other podcasts and radio shows and I will give you a heads up for all of these on Twitter. If you are around on the 23rd of December, if you are listening to this before Christmas 2023, I shall be doing a live story tell on X or Twitter at 9pm where I will be reading Charles Dickens' The Signalman, which is my favourite ghost story. But if I don't see you before, take care my friends. Have a great and fabulous Christmas. The dollexs na bleeding with our hope have a happy new year and i will see you soon nosta